When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm almost done with Selena, the series, part one. And I'm very excited that it will be returning for the second part in May. May 14th, it looks like. Season two. Season two. All right. Um, but there's only two seasons. How many? So oh, we're and they know this that? part two. Yeah. Okay. It's a limited series. How many episodes in the first one? I don't know. 11, 12, maybe? Oh, how many in are you? Um, I think I only have two left. Oh, good. Donna. 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 Um, so they're going to show a lot more of Selena's story. It's on Netflix. Um, and it's, I, I really think they're doing a nice job with it. How, how does it hold up to the original? The movie? The movie, I guess. I don't want to say the original, but the movie. Very different. Yeah. It's very different because they're showing her rise from like being a child and then I we didn't get to the murder. Yeah. That's part two. Oh, yep. That'll be in part two. Very, very tragic story of a very talented young woman. The first part of this series was viewed by twenty three million households. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah. So uh so maybe only nine episodes it looks like. So that retraces her rise to fame with her very early days performing with the family band. And then the then it's going to go into her solo um, rise to fame. And I think she was killed in 1995. Hmm. Well, well that's, I'm glad that you're making your way through it, though. I uh, my, my wife is curious if that show was any good because... She had, of course, seen Selena the movie and then was shocked to hear that I hadn't. So I, I think she wants me to watch that movie with her. Mm. But I wonder if it's a watch oh, you're the not series familiar. first and then the movie. Well, I'm familiar with the story, but having not seen the movie, I'm familiar with the events. Got it. Um, yeah, I think it's good. In, in the same way that you explained Cobra Kai as being, a, you know, has a little bit of campiness to it. Yes, it does have a little bit of that kind of feel to it, but it's it's good. It's fine. I'll tell you what. I did a couple more episodes of Cobra Kai last night, and uh, I fell like, asleep during oh. the second one. Oh, you but, did? But no, it was good. It was just I just happened to um, fall asleep. But what I noticed is, I I like when you, I like when you watch a show and you see the symmetrical storytelling that they're doing mm, like yeah. on both sides on the good side and the bad side if you watch cobra kai 
closely, or maybe you don't have to watch it too closely. I don't want to make it act like I'm a you know p- p- purveyor of uh, Cobra Kai. But when you, I noticing the good side and the bad side have been experiencing simultaneous arcs mm-hmm. on both sides of the story. Yes, and that spills into some things that happen in season three where you see people experiencing different sorts of hardship at the same time. Um, and it just, it just I don't know, it kind of adds a little interesting artistic flair to it. When, you, when they're trying to keep it, keep it neat in that way, mm. yeah. And then if you pick up on it, it's kind of, yeah, you can kind of start to guess as to where you think it's going to go. But again, they've thrown a couple of head fakes at me, and then I thought, oh, oh, I didn't see that. Mm. Didn't see that coming. And you know what was fun? I was talking to my executive producer at Twin Cities Live who loved Cobra Kai. And he was the one who said, oh, wait till you get to the end of season two. Text me right after you see a fight scene. I want to know what you thought. Uh, I told him about it yesterday and said, I watched it, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, and just wait for season three. And when you start, when you keep getting, I feel like I'm a, like I'm a wild bear and he's dangling meat outside of my zoo cage. <laughs> It makes me hungry. I want to watch more. You oh, know? my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. All right, that's so good. That's I'm fun. glad you found a, a program yeah, that you uh, enjoy. We both love Keenan Thompson from It's Saturday Night Live. Ooh, we, we are What's up, up with that? that? <laughs> what's up with that? He is not leaving SNL. Who do, voodoo. You do, who do. What's up with that? He's not leaving SNL. Oh, good. Yet. I don't like what I'm hearing, though. So he's got his new show coming to NBC. It's a sitcom. Debuts February 16th. It's called Keenan. I hope it does well. I hope it does, too. Uh, Lauren Michaels is one of the executive producers on the show, which is why he and Chris Redd, another SNL cast member who's also a star on Keenan, are allowed to do this wacky schedule where they're shooting Keenan in L.A. Saturday Night Live, of course, shoots in New York City. And so what, what they've done, um, they, they've only had to do it once so far. Uh, but this is on The Hollywood Reporter. And he said uh, that he didn't. They left, shot Keenan, came back for a Christmas episode. But then their next thing after SNL on the weekend wasn't for another three weeks because they had a holiday break. And so he's not sure um, how it's going to go. He said, we had three weeks off before we had a new other, other job. So we'll see how that turnaround goes when there's only one day in between. He said, we've only done it once so far, so we'll see how exhausting oh, it gets. please. Talk to Seacrest. Yeah, Seacrest. Right. And, and Strahan. Both oh. of those guys do New York shows and then L.A. So I... Seacrest will do it with Idol. Strahan would do it with uh, GMA and then Fox NFL Sunday. I don't know why they can't just... Why can't they just film in New York? I wondered that, but you know... It could have to do with the crew and who's behind it and all that sure. stuff. Yeah, and, and Keenan, God bless Keenan. But And even if the, the project is all about him, not a big enough star doesn't have the cachet of a mega a-list star who says i'll do the show and it happens in new york sure um and so he's trying to make that that work but i just he said this and it makes me think he's gonna leave after a little bit if keenan does well uh there used to be a time when people would leave the show snl and go into their careers but i'm of the mindset where i think you can kind of do both as long as you can 
And then, you know, if the departure comes in a natural sort of way, then so be it. So he's saying, look, if there's a way for me to test out the waters before leaving SNL, I want to do that. Because he's the longest running cast cast member on SNL Mm -hmm. ever. And so he wants to be able to do both. But from a lifestyle perspective, he's got kids and a family. Sure. That could get challenging. Yeah. He's, he's been doing this since he was a kid. Since, uh, what was the, all that on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cal. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been doing this sketch, sketch comedy for his whole life. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's I got so a little funny. bit of that. What, what's up with that, if you want to hear? Sure. I'll give it to him, man. I woke up this morning <laughs> and I got out of bed. <laughs> had a big old cup of coffee to yeah. clear my head What's up with that? Keep it going. What's up with that? Come on. Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> My favorite was when Al Jason Gore was on. Oh, when yes. Al Gore was promoting his book. Yes. An Inconvenient he, Truth. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny. Al Gore's like one line into, well, Keenan, with the book, and then, doom, 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 that little vibration. Doom, doom. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is off to the right in his full red tracksuit, dancing so silly, just like his character Ted Lasso does in an early episode of Ted Lasso. Oh, Lord, I I just love love Keenan. Keenan, so many great characters. Oh, so many great characters. Oh, gosh, yes. When he does, he's the sex guy. (laughs) Oh, my God, there's an episode with Sigourney Weaver that's just hilarious. Oh, don't leave, Keenan. When we come back, we have to leave right now, uh, right. but only for a few minutes. When okay. we return, uh, two-thirds of people say blank is the best season, hmm. the best season of the year. I got it. And it got me thinking. I uh, I, I kind of had a, a winter first last night, oh. a sensation that I bet a lot of Minnesotans have experienced before, that last night it was my first. Hmm. I'll tell you about it. When we come back, it's Don and Steve show on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Cover, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill boys. Comfort where it counts. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. (laughs) Have you ever bathed with your dog? Yes. That was a trick question. I knew you would take the bait (laughs) and moving on. (laughs) Two-thirds of people say... This is the most magical season. Of course, it's going to be autumn. Girl, you straight wrong. No. Girl. Really? 
Think about just magical moments. Mm, spring? Very magical. Winter. Ick. Okay. Winter, top people's list of their, the most magical, oh, the most magical season. Oh, Christmas and snow and Having ice. a cup of hot cocoa. But then again, we're not everybody is in cold Christmases too. So true. You know, like imagine having Christmas without dealing with the like stuff. in Arizona. Yes, I had Christmas in, or, or you know Christmas time. I'd always go to Pennsylvania for the actual holiday, but the Christmas season leading up to it, honey, you want to put on a movie tonight? And it was eighty five degrees outside in Southern California. Mm. <laughs> I lived in L A. adjacent. Hey. <laughs> Having a cup of hot cocoa. We would when we would uh, li- when we lived in California. We would watch shows or movies and long for autumn and winter when we would see scenes did of autumn rain? and winter. It did, yeah. They n- not much, but when it did, when it rained, it poured, so to speak, and it would cause all sorts of traffic nightmares oh. in L.A. because they have all this oil buildup on the road from a gazillion cars traveling, and there's not a natural runoff that we get from rain. And so when it rains, you get a bunch of slick spots. What, uh, where did you live in Southern California? Hey, thank you. Um, I, well, I would tell, like, the people I went to high school with, I think that they just thought I, I lived in the second O in the Hollywood sign. If you tell them you live in Southern <laughs> California and you come from Pennsylvania, it's like, what's it like? I lived in Azusa, A-Z-U-S-A, everything from A to Z in the USA. That was for college. And then we lived in a town, Fontana. Mm. They have a nice speedway out there. That was 60 miles outside of uh, Los Angeles like proper. Like inland? Yes, inland. And then we lived in Orange, the city of Orange, which is in mm. Knock, North Orange County. Uh, and then we lived in Anaheim, which is right next door. Love never that. lived in L.A., never lived like L.A. proper, never lived in Hollywood. The closer in you go to Hollywood and L.A., guess what? You get less for your money. Yeah. You get less space, everything's more run down, and you got to pay more for it. Bye. Bye. Uh, but people like about winter going, you know, the first snowfall, that's always exciting. Sitting by the fire at night, building a snowman, baking winter desserts, holiday desserts, skiing, snowboarding, all that stuff. Mm. Which got me thinking, I had a uh, virgin experience last night of sorts well, on okay. the okay. frozen How's pond that possible? Mm. behind me. Not regarding intercourse. <laughs> Ew, David. Well, Steve. You guys were both making it weird. A virgin experience can be anything. It doesn't only have to refer to relations. <laughs> Donna. Such a weirdo. I think last night might have been the first time that I had a hockey puck and a hockey stick on ice and like passed a hockey puck. It felt great. Listen, I didn't grow up playing hockey. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hockey. Um, I grew up in Pennsylvania where hockey is nowhere near as big as it is here. Yeah. That's true. And if you're not on a hockey team, you're not. no one's got a backyard rink that you're going on to. It's just not cold enough in Pennsylvania. The ice melts. Did your snow school melts. have a hockey team? No. I graduated with 12 people. Oh. Oh, that explains a lot. Mandatory participation if we wanted a second line. <laughs> no. So last night, uh, I got people. the kids ice skates. I graduated top 12 in my class. Oh, thank you. <laughs> They had a um, whole school just for Donna. a class of 12 people? Yes. What is that, like 40 people in the whole school? 50? She's got jokes. Is it a whole <laughs> She's a small bi- school I mean, shamer. A- Do you have your, each own have your own teacher? Or? All right, since clearly we're going to talk about this, let me just say I really enjoyed the feeling of watching the puck go on the ice. It was incredible. I got to play with myself, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, I had a, it was a smaller class. The biggest class that we had in, in school was probably about 25 people. We had, uh, 300 people total, roughly, from, uh, kindergarten through 12th grade. Oh. Oh, you had K through 12? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say, like, 9th through 12th. No, no. That's K, normal. K through 12. Right? I went to a 9 through 12. Yeah, but, but like I meant for 300 people. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you oh, know, right. Like, that's a lot of classes. Through kindergarten all the way to 12th grade? You'd, yeah. Oh. Wow. And now I'll tell you the least surprising thing about me. Okay. At our graduation, because there were so few students, everyone had an opportunity to speak. You got oh, your diploma. God. Oh, Donna. Oh, for you. Everybody spoke. There were only 12. Oh, so the valedictorian did his Andy Bailey. Take me he out. did his five minutes. The salutatorian does their three minutes. But everyone, as they get their diploma, but it's only 12 kids. So you walk by and just say, hey, I just want to say thank you to my grandma and grandpa and mom and dad and mm, all the teachers. We love cool. you so much. Thanks. Boom. And it was a nice personal touch. It's only 12 kids. Stevie Boy was not the valedictorian. Stevie Boy was not the salutatorian. Did graduate top 10 in my class. Um, but I opted, this was my final opportunity to speak to the people. And I am not lying when I tell you this. What did you say? What did you say? I, I spoke for 35 minutes. Oh my God. There was laughs. There were, listen, there were laughs. There were tears. There was everything in between. I thanked teachers at length. I articulated certain experiences. I started by making fun of the valedictorian. You know, they always do a they always do a um, a quote. You know, the yeah. the wise poet once said. So I got up and said, in the words of the uh, famous poet, Ludacris. Uh, or no, first I made one up. I, I quoted Ludacris second. You know, the sticky icky icky. Ooh, ooh. Oh no! That was a big song. So I quoted that. But I made up a quote for the first one, which was from whoever Jives B. Contivious, and I said, if a mother will nurse her suckling young, then alas, dreams do come true. I would have missed it because I would have been trying to beat traffic and like going, yeah, all right, this guy's still talking. Uh, we, I, by the end of it, I had hives. I was weeping. Oh, man. You were weeping? Yeah, I cried. I laughed. It was long. He's been taking the mic since 12th grade. Right? And you guys were surprised when I went over time at Project Down and Dirty Comedy. Oh, people are still mad at you for that. I th- still thought I kept it to a pretty tight 13. They did ask for three minutes, I grant you that. When we come back, uh, some records that could be broken on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll tell you about it next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. 
What is the date of the big game? Uh, Sunday. This coming? Nope. Uh, the next one. So February. Like 6th or something? Yes, we. Yes, we. Yeah. Okay. 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 I want to make sure I'm available to watch it. <laughs> available. <laughs> honey, you've been available for like 10 months now, haven't we all? I did the honey to try yeah, to make if it I, sound yeah, dismissive. Yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. Did it work? Not really, no. <laughs> you called me baby earlier. Because you're a little baby buddy boo. <laughs> did you guys talk about how long I talked at my graduation during the commercial break? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. He was like, oh, man, they asked for three minutes. I gave him 13. I go, yeah, more than like 17 or 18. <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't around for that uh, project down and dirty, so I got the down low on that one. Yeah, yeah. I said, was... yeah, he's he's very entertaining, but a terrible team player. <laughs> <laughs> It was very fun. <laughs> I'll probably never do stand-up again. I was like, screw it. It started feeling like the crowd was responding. Yeah. The majority of them were drunk, and so I thought, this is as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And Julia threw a shoe at me. <laughs> I called her Kanye. And, you know, we all went our separate ways. We'll meet up again next year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember when I came off stage and one of the guys from Stevie Ray um, I could sense the, oh, God. And Steve, when I, Stevie Ray's comedy cabaret guy said, hey, nice tight three, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny. That was funny. Uh, By the way, quickly, we're going to get into some big game things coming up. I am so excited for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters to be open again. I I'm hearing know. some of these ads about their plans to come back. And uh, and did I hear that maybe even maybe even the Music Man this July? I would just uh, yeah, be so, so excited. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I just miss that place. So. I think they're probably going to have some... Um, um, Distancing in place. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, yes. But, oh, I just, I love, that place is such a cozy place. It is, and I me. love the we food. Love it's there. really good. Give me the prime rib. All right, back to the big game, my friends. It's coming up next Sunday, and I thought this is good. If you consider yourself to be a um, sort of a peripheral fan of football in general, so you watch it just because it's an event, this might give you a few things that you could be uh, interested in to make you feel a little bit better about watching them. Mm. And we could like like we could bet on these things, right? Uh, these aren't the weird prop bets. Okay. Those those will come out probably next week. Maybe they're already floating around. Weird prop bets. You know, uh, is this Star Spangled Banner going to be more than a minute and a half? Is right, the right. you know all that kind of stuff? When will they mention? Uh, you know. Fill in the blank. Right. Bill Belichick for the first time since he's not in the Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of Bill Belichick, this record could be broken. Could be the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win, Bruce Arians, their head coach, would become the oldest coach to win the Super Bowl. He's 68. The current record is held by Billy Belichick, who was 66 when he mm. won the Super Bowl uh, back in 2019. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Speaking of doing things inappropriate or things that would be ill-advised by other groups, remember when I asked Bill Belichick if I could tickle him? <laughs> I was go just going to bring it up to Grant, but he uh, seems to be preoccupied. Did, did you know about that, Grant? What was that? I'm sorry. I asked Bill Belichick. I went to uh, media night a couple of years ago when the Super Bowl was in town. Oh. And, uh, and you know, all these, the blowhard reporters, there's sports reporters are there. And if they're, if you're trying to get an actual beat on something there it's ridiculous because it's a clown show right they send everybody out there and it's just ridiculous people show up in costumes people ask some important questions people ask dumb questions 
And so enter exhibit I, B. <laughs> I just I was just gonna say why did so I So that I was like, Oh yeah, we are not asking any questions about the game. We are only trying to get weird sound from these people. And so it was a very fun night. We got to um I asked Tom Brady first, when's the last time you saw Bill Belichick laugh? Because none of us have ever seen that ever. And he said it was at a quarterback's meeting, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what makes him laugh? And he didn't really have an answer. And I said, is he ticklish? <laughs> and he said, why don't you go ask him that? <laughs> so, then, so then I left that and I came armed with Tom Brady sent me was the guys that I went to. And I, <laughs> so I said, Tom Brady said to ask that if I tickle you, would you laugh? And then he was like, oh. Next question. Yeah. And then I was like, well, yeah, Tom just said, you know, like, if you tickle, can I tickle you? And he then gave some sort of Bill Belichick, like, all right, I think we've done enough of these, whatever it was. Then I'm on my way home and my phone starts blowing up because I have friends in uh, California who are up and they're watching Sports Center. And in the lead of Sports Center, tickle me, Bill? Question mark. That was you? That was me! No. <laughs> yes. It was great. And then Scott Van Pelt entered it, opened his sports center, and They're my sound like was included at the end of it. Idiot. And I was like, no, but you know what? To Scott Van Pelt's credit, he said, you know, and it ended with my sound of pushing Bill to tickle him. And, uh, and he said, you know, that was a lot of fun out there. And whatever it was where he gets that that night, is not about figuring out the X's and O's. We're just trying to get you to say something you don't normally say. It was great. And then I ran into football players who I had talked smack on the night before, Darren Sproles and LeGarrette Blunt, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles. I saw them at a Macy's at Mall of America, went up and said, hey, guys, on the, on the low, can I get a quick picture? Just because we were supposed to document TV, when I was documenting as much of Super Bowl week as we could. They both shut me down. I was like, guys, come on, man. We'll keep it low-key. Let's just do this. They say no. I go into my car and say, all right, well, it's on. We hate the Eagles. Here's what LeGarrette Blunt and Darren Sproles just did. And I called them out. Then I saw LeGarrette Blunt and Darren Sproles at Super Bowl media night. So I'm waiting to talk to the running back, Darren Sproles. Someone else is talking to him in front of me, and I see Sproles looking over at me. And then it becomes my turn, and I started the interview with, do you remember me? <laughs> and he said, you're that guy that we saw at the store the other night. And I said, yeah, and I need to confess something to you. I put you on blast on Twitter. And he was like, what? You did what? And then we, oh my we played the old video. It was great. Oh, and then last thing, now we're talking Super Bowl, just bring back these Super Bowl memories of when it came to town a couple years ago. My guess is it'll never come again. Mm. But Nick Foles was the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And so toward the end of the night, I came up with a new bit to keep myself entertained, which was they all were at their podiums and they all had a bottle of Gatorade because Gatorade was sponsoring the event. Mm -hmm. So I was now just trying to steal, not to steal, but to gather as many Gatorade bottles as I could. So the stars out there, they've got one Gatorade perfectly framed next to them. So I just started asking people at the end of the interview, hey, can I get your Gatorade? And and then they would just give it to me. So when I asked Nick Foles, their starting quarterback for the Eagles, a stupid question about um, how handsome Tom Brady is, do you think it'll be distracting, something dumb like that. (laughs) And he said, yeah, I'm just talking about the game. And I was like, all right, can I get your uh, Gatorade? And I think he had already taken a sip of it. But my point is my camera guy reaches out to me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, I was going through some old stuff decluttering. I'm pretty sure I still have the Gatorade bottle that the he went on to be the Super Bowl MVP uh, Nick Foles oh, has wow. if we ever want to do something stupid with it. 
I made my mark for you. Never to be invited back. <laughs> yeah. Out in a blaze of glory. Ah, oh, so fun. But you did, I'll give you, you took full advantage of your opportunity, and good for you, bud. That's, oh, yeah. Those are some great questions. You had <laughs> fun was, with it. You had fun with it. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a scary linebacker, James Harrison, who made fun of how thickly caked out his makeup was. <laughs> that went viral the next day. People started sending me that. He was like, why is your makeup on so thick? And I was like, I put it on myself. And then he just verbally abused me for the next 30 seconds. We all got a laugh out of it. It was great. Oh, that was fun. That was oh, a fun night. Good oh times. Oh, my God, Steve. Oh, I'm no just fear. picturing you decapitated <laughs> by the... And still talking. It was great. Oh, Lord. Uh, some more records that could be broken this Super Bowl Sunday coming up next Sunday. Uh, how about this? We could see the first quarterback to win in three different decades. So if the Bucks win, Tom Brady will become the only quarterback to win a ring in each of three decades. Only two other QBs have won in two decades. They are the brothers Peyton and Eli Manning. Mm. But Tom would have won like in 01 and then sometime in the 10s and teens, you know, and then in the 20s. Damn. Let's see here. Uh, how old is he now? 43. 43. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Looks Patrick, like he's 23. He is aging in reverse, and he is dynamite, mm-hmm. which still I remain. That was a fair question for me to ask Nick Foles, his opposing quarterback, just how hot Tom is. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to talk about him. Patrick Mahomes could join the list of uh, multiple MVP winners. If he's named MVP of the Super Bowl again, he would join big names Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and Eli Manning to win multiple Super Bowl MVPs. He would also be the youngest quarterback ever, Patrick Mahomes, to win two Super Bowls. He would surpass, uh, excuse me, surpass Tom Brady as the youngest quarterback with two. Brady was twenty six, decrepit. Mahomes would be twenty five. Where did he go to school? Uh, Tom Brady. No, Patrick Mahomes. Brady went to Michigan. Mahomes went to Texas Tech. Oh, interesting. Uh, but anyways, these are little factoids. You can toss That's these fun. out at your big game virtual what gathering. Do you, what does it take to be the MVP, like the highest scorer or the, just the just best the performance? Player with the player with the biggest impact. Yeah, it's a performance award for that game. And who hands it out? The NFL mm-hmm. commission? Yeah, it's handed out right after the game. It's usually, most of the time, it's the winning quarterback, quarterback. or okay. the, like the receiver that got the biggest touchdown, but it's, okay. it usually goes to the quarterback because they're the ones that influence the game the most. Okay. Yes. That is yep. very exciting. And and all the um, healthcare workers who are going to get to go to this game, that is incredible. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it like, how many people? Oh, I want to say, how be? many does, it, does a stadium hold? I swear it was like... The number seventy five thousand. Yeah, it's like seventy five, depending seventy five, eighty thousand. Um, but yeah, it, it's amazing because usually Super Bowls and Steve, you know this, they're all occupied by corporate sponsors. Right. Very rarely do fans, let alone fans, get to go to these games. So the fact that they're doing this for oh, frontline workers, seventy five hundred, right? Seventy five hundred. Yeah, but the, the stadium can hold seventy five thousand yes. or eighty thousand. Yes. Okay, that's that's interesting. That's um, great, though. I love that. Here, we can end with this for the sake of Grant. Grant likes sports. Love Here is 30 seconds of me getting torn apart by uh, someday Hall of Famer, James Harrison, who was a I linebacker. Got, I got for the, uh, secondhand embarrassment. I'm leaving. You here we go. Here. Right, here we go. How do you feel like our all that makeup on? <laughs> well, I'm, trying, I'm trying to cover up. I got redness in my skin. I'm trying to. Do I have too much makeup on? Yes. It's caked on there. It's caked on. This, it's I don't need to look like this. 
I know. Do you want to take any of it off? Hey, y'all need to get your makeup person here. We don't have a makeup person. They don't pay for a makeup person. Oh, we got even that out. Am I bunny blending? Yeah, right here on your chin. I'm good. It's going to get on my finger. come on. No, it ain't even the same shade. You literally got abused by him, man. Yeah, it was great. That's cool. And what you didn't hear was the the opening question before you tore into my makeup, because I was doing a quiz with him, like a Minnesota quiz. The opening, and he's like the scariest guy in the NFL at the time, right? Just means business. When Hard Knocks did a documentary on them, he didn't wear microphones. He was he's a scary dude. And I opened after the quiz with, "How do you feel our chemistry was?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he went into the tirade. <laughs> did he know you're a big Steelers fan? No, nope. Oh, I, I had to, I had, I had to be keep... professional that oh, night, Brent. Yes, you do. That's true. <laughs> Can't be a fan. It was great. Anyway. I left. Uh, hey, we'll come back yeah. after the break. We'll even see if we can drag Donna out of her hole of embarrassment for me. Uh, hey, our Facebook question. If you had to say, what two items would you put in the office vending machine? I have two that immediately come to mind. We'll see your responses on our Facebook page. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, before we get to our Facebook question, would you like our daily sea shanty version of a song? (laughs) (laughs) How long is this going to last? So yesterday you gave us the sea shanty version of Rockstar by Nickelback. What have they done today? Same group, I suppose? No, today we've got Baby Got Back by, uh, oh God, what's the guy's name? Mm, Sir Mix-a-Lot, maybe? Yes, Donna. Oh, oh, oh! You I'm weren't sorry. gonna help me? <laughs> no, it's yeah. That's it's their mix a lot. It was good. That's your. That's good for you. That's like lumosity. You need to do that kind of stuff to stay uh, nimble. All right. Here's what it sounds like. I like big books and <laughs> oh. I cannot lie. Oh. You are the brothers. All right. I when I go walks in with <laughs> an itty bitty wristed around thing in your face. You get sprung, want to pull up tough, cause you notice that butt was stuffed. Okay. In the jeans she's wearing, I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Babe, I wanna get with ya, let me take your picture, my homeboys try to warn me. The butt you got makes me so horny. That's funny. That's, a that's fun funny. Thing. That is very funny. Not uh, a fan of the word horny, I'll say that. Me either. <laughs> or Randy. Oh, Randy much prefer that. Mm-hmm. Revving my engine, me likey. Anything with an orn sound. Like I don't like the word corn much either. Oh, how about horn? Just horn. I guess I like horn. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I you were against that. Oh gosh. <laughs> Have you purchased any horns for your dog? Some dogs like to b- bite on horns. Um, Elkhorn or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is that you guys are talking about. Oh, we have so much to oh, teach you about Elkhorn. dogs. Oh, Elkhorn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I'm not going to give him bones anymore, that type of thing, because oh, okay. he had four teeth pulled. And he's only got oh. the one. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you this quickly. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go to Chuck and Don's today, if I remember. I'll... I do love Chuck and Don's. Went there yesterday. Oh, oh nice. Love it. They have two of the best chews that are so bloody cheap. If you're worried about your dog, like chewing a, first of all, you're trying to avoid rawhide. There are problems Yuck, there. Yes. Um, and bully sticks can be troublesome because some dogs will just swallow them. Well, mine can get... eats them like, like he doesn't eat a 
a bully stick like you're supposed to. You're supposed to gnaw he on it. it. He no, he crunches it. He bites it and then chews it. But doesn't swallow it. And then swallows it. Do you see what he crunches it like it's a crunchy treat? Wow, what a thunder jaw he has. <laughs> he could kill you someday. He yeah, won't. Probably. He probably won't. But um, anyway, check out they have these great cheap toys. One that looks like a burrito, and it lasts forever. And it costs like four bucks. And then this other one that is this hollow piece of not rawhide, but whatever it is, this thing has lasted so long, I think it was $2. No way. And he, I'll just randomly, I'll be like, oh my gosh, we still have that? He's chewing on that again? Now, it sounds like you have a real power chewer. So you might have to adjust that accordingly. But yes, anyway, speaking of things you like to chew on, mm. our Facebook question today was, if you had a say, what two items would be in the office vending machine? For me, I think it would be hoagies and beer. Mm, I, like I the do hoagies. like a hoagie. I like the hoagies. That's awesome. Not like a gas station sandwich. No, like no. a, like a nicely yeah. true hoagie. Yes. yes. Mm. I'd take a Jimmy John's in there. Oh, could I just plow a Jimmy John's? Hmm. I like, I think we need like Altoids or oh, something. Grandma, could you please? <laughs> I didn't say Werther's. Altoids, you know, for those breathy situations. To whom it may concern. Tampons would be good. That's practical. Deodorant wouldn't be so bad. Right. Perfume. Sure. Sherry said buffalo wings and mashed potatoes with turkey gravy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Could you imagine that? You hit E1 one time and then Right on the glass, slides right. down, gravy stains. Sherry was here again. Have you guys seen the show Uploaded? No. No. On Amazon Prime, great show. It's about the afterlife, and instead of going to either the afterlife or you're uploaded into a computer, but in the future, they have these little things. They're like, um, what's the instant coffee things? It's like a, it's a 3D, cups. Yeah, it's like a 3D printer for food, just like that. You push a button and... Oh, I like love it. Said, mashed yes. potatoes, gravy, the whole bit. By the way, you're reminding me, I did. I watched two episodes of that show. Totally forgot that I did. Totally forgot that that show existed. Mm. It's a great show. Go back to it. It's good. Uh, Amy says two things in the vending machine at the office that she would like. Popeye's chicken sandwiches and Crown Apple 7-Up. Come on, man. Mm. Anne said Crown and Royal. (laughs) (laughs) Tortilla chips and salsa for Liz. Lynn wants beer and ramen. Tracy wants champagne and good chocolate. I'll say this and find out after if it was appropriate. I don't think I totally know what this word means. A choice of men that are menches. Oh, that's like is uh, a mensch Yiddish. Like a smart person? That's like Yiddish. Uh, yeah. A Yiddish word. Um, like mensch on the bench? No, I don't think that's what I don't it like is. Mensch on the bench. Um, who's mensch on the bench? It's like uh, elf on a shelf, but someone came up with mensch on a bench. For the Jewish tradition. Yeah. It's a oh, local guy. Oh, that, that's a, lo- funny. a local guy here locally came up with Manch on a bench. Yeah, and uh, put it on Shark Tank. Yes. Instead of what? Elf on the shelf. That's Ma- hilarious. On a bench. Uh, it's a person of integrity and honor. A good person. A good so dude. Not inappropriate at all. Okay. Uh, Abby says sharp shadar cheese and chipotle chips. Hmm. Donuts and Lacroix for Mar- Mary. 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 Mary's last name is Wilfart. Is it really? W-I-L-F-A-H-R-T. I wonder if she's related. Hot. To the Wilfart family. 
It's giving me Project Down and Dirty vibes again. We had a Will Fart mention. Yes, we did. Uh, we uh, used that audio in College of Pop Culture Knowledge not too yes. long ago. Yes. That's right. Yes. Mountain Dew and Flamin' Hot Cheetos. That's probably there, Christina. Look around. It's yeah, no kidding. There. If we could get original, the original Butterfinger in that vending machine, I'd okay. be happy. Boy, Grant is a real... Grant, you're not alone. We've gotten emails about About that. the real Butterfinger? Yeah, the original people saying, yep, they changed it. Ruined everything. Mm-hmm. What, you know what? The original was not good. See, that's what... Pe- it stuck to your teeth. That's, that, that's what they took away. The new ones are airy and crispy, and they don't have that... Yeah, they're not, definitely better for you, but they don't taste as good. It's not good. I'm sorry, Grant. Moving on. Okay. Mm. I blew up. Um, <laughs> so, Grant brought to my attention this story that's going viral. It's, it's, it's unusual SpaghettiOs pie recipe that is now a viral sensation so they figured out that it's a minnesotan because there was a kowalski's brand of garlic salt that she was using but i mean we're talking was it like two million people Mm -hmm. have already watched this so it's a recipe of somebody's putting spaghettios into a pie crust and then adds milk and then add some buttered bread. Oh my and then Lord. add. I'll link it up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. It so sounds fantastic, it actually. It sounds horrific. Oh. I don't like the bread on top of it. Oh, milk in the SpaghettiOs? I used to do that to cool my SpaghettiOs down all the time. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go get some SpaghettiOs today. I'm going to go get a laxative. All right, Steve. All right, good. Love you. All right, yeah. Love, love you, Steve. You. Yeah, I love you. Colleen no. and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9.